Count money, man. Money, Stack man. riches. Trying to try told him I'm a beast, bud. What's up, gang? Welcome back to another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day. I got 15 minutes of love coming your way. Talking about rallying a support system uh, sparked by people asking, you know, how do you deal with the people closest to you not supporting you uh, in your pursuit before you experience success? And so first thing is is uh, Cody Garbrandt's podcast, former UFC champion uh, at the age of 25. Uh, I don't it, you, you got to fathom how hard that is to do uh, to win a world title uh, at 25 years old in mixed martial arts. And um, our podcast that dropped with him not too long ago, you should go back and look at because he talked about how he dealt with, you know, it. You know, most most champions, especially in mixed martial arts, you know, that I know nobody believes in them. Everybody thinks they're stupid. You know, what are you doing? kicking and punching people and wrestling with people for, you know, you can't afford to pay your bills, you know, every year and, and it's not real. And, and you know what? The, the, a lot of the people might be right because, you know, the, there's a small percentage of people that make it. But if you're, if you're going to make it, you got to believe you can't listen to what everybody else says because Everybody, every champion probably got that from a lot of different people. And the key is you can't just have belief and say, I'm going to ignore everybody. You, you have to seek wisdom from people that can get you to the next level. And you got to put the freaking you got to put the freaking work in uh, in business. You're going to get the same thing. You look at everybody that changed the, the game, changed the world. If you're watching this on YouTube. You'll see that I, there's a hole in my lip. I just took a, oh yeah, this is a nice one, Logs. There's a hole in my lip, and uh, not literally, but I just spilled some uh, Celsius on my white, crisp white shirt. You know how that goes, right? When you got a white, white shirt, it just attracts issues. I haven't spilled anything on myself in a while, so today was perfect timing out there. But anyways, um, what, what you got to do, in, in my experience, is first understand that anybody that has accomplished anything great, anybody that's accomplished anything great, they, like, huge, most people didn't believe in them. Like, I talked to uh, my friend Ryan Shazier, um, former linebacker, all-pro for the Steelers, and he told me, you know, on his upbringing early, yeah, that'll work perfect. Oh, that'll work perfect. Thanks, Logs. Um, Logs threw me a tied, tied white stick to go, so we'll, we'll put that to use during the podcast here too. But Ryan told me that a lot of people didn't believe in him, you know, when he was coming up. Nobody, he always was saying for a long time he wanted to play in the pros, but nobody, nobody believed in him. Uh, I bet you people didn't believe in Elon Musk. I know that Phil Knight, the founder of Nike, uh, in his book, Shoe Dog, I read his girlfriend broke up with him and, and his dad was telling him, when are you going to stop selling shoes out of the trunk of your car? And so you, you, the big thing, and this is what Cody alluded to in his podcast, was you, you can never lose your vision based off of somebody else's words. 
And so the first thing is, is you got to understand that, you know, there's two different types of people that are telling you that you can't do something in the beginning of your journey. There's, there's one half is like people that love you and care about you, family, you know, friends, whatever. A lot of them may not be doing it from a malicious standpoint, trying to, trying to hurt you. They think they're helping you. And so because they're limited in their thinking, they start to put those limited thinking thoughts on you, thinking that they're doing the right thing, thinking that they're, that they're just trying to help you uh, in that process. Like most parents, you know, you're wired to, to uh, protect your children from harm, right? And you don't want to see your kids cry. You don't want to see your kids get hurt. And, and I could tell you as a parent myself, the hardest thing for me is to like, let my kids get hurt. I, you know, my son broke his thumb, my daughter broke her finger. I mean, I'd rather you break my finger and break my thumb, but they got to break their own. I already broke my stuff. They got to broke, they got to break some of theirs. You know, it's part of the, part of the process, unfortunately. And so I can't put them in a box. I think you know, I'm, at some point I'm going to have to put my son in a situation where he gets punched in the face intentionally because I'm going to put him in a ring and make somebody punch him in the face. He's going to have an opportunity to punch them back in the face, but he's going to have to get punched in the face. At some point he's going to have to see his nose bleed. And, and it sounds b- gruesome, but chances are as, as, a, as, a, as a boy that grows into a man in this world, somebody's going to punch him in his face. And so I can do it in a position of love or I could wait till the world puts it on them. Um, but, but my, my inside of me wants to just put them in a box and nobody to ever touch them. You know, I got them training jujitsu right now. And I, you know, I, sometimes I watch them get beat up, you know, I'm watching them get smashed. I don't love it, but I love the outcome down the road that's going to come from it. Not from, I want them to be able to beat people up. It's, it's what it's teaching him lessons that it's going to teach him, uh, from strength to humility, to overcoming obstacles and adversity, overcoming fears. And so understand that a lot of your family may just be trying to, to protect you. You know, my mom, you know, my grandmother, uh, my grandma, you know, if it was up to her, I probably wouldn't have played football. You know, she hated to see me get hit. My mom, you know, kind of encouraged it. My, my, grandfather encouraged it and my grandmother loves me you know probably more than anybody in the world other than than Jesus and it's probably a tie between her and my mother and and uh she wouldn't want me to get hurt she never wants me to get hurt but some of the greatest things that have happened to me were after I got hurt in business and after I got hurt in life and and uh so your family and friends a lot of times are just they don't want to see you go through pain and they want to see you travel the path of least resistance. And, uh, you know, that's where just know it's coming from a good place. And then the other half of the people, they're just hating on you. They're, 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 they're hoping that you don't do more than what they're capable of doing. So they're trying to hold you down like crabs in a bucket. Uh, and you got to block both of those people, both of those people, you got to block off though. Um, you got to believe in your vision more than more than anybody else and you can't be allowing somebody else's thoughts or emotions to dictate your beliefs 
So, you know, when you're trying to accomplish something great, share your vision. You know, I want to do this or I want to do that. Share your vision with people closest to you that that are going to support you and and make them understand that it's high risk but high reward because that's just the way it goes. That's the way the stock market goes. You know, that's the way most things work is that in order to have a huge reward, you have to take a risk. And to me, you know, the best risk to take is on yourself. I would rather I would rather go down with the risk that I took on myself than taking a risk on somebody else and go down. You got to be patient. You know, when you're pushing through the beginning phases before you made it, you really got to block out the voices in the beginning years because you won't have all the fruits of your labor to show for it. You know, it's like building a house and imagine if building houses wasn't common and people didn't understand it. And in the first six months, all they see is dirt and mud and you working sun up to sun down and there's nothing there but a pile of dirt to show for it. They would think you were crazy because you've done all this labor and you don't have anything to show for it. That is what it's that's what it typically is like to build something big and special is that you got to do all this work and you don't have nothing to show for it. So you got to be patient during that process and keep your eye on your vision the entire time and don't let any obstacles or setbacks or people's opinions stop you uh, from believing in yourself. And you got to be persistent. You know, persistence beats resistance, right? You've heard that. And you will see resistance. You, the, the problem I see people have is they have big visions and goals, but they're not prepared to overcome big obstacles. And so they have, they have the persistence level of a, of a small child, but a vision of a grown adult king. And those two things don't fit. You, you got big dreams. You got big devils. <laughs> small dreams, small devils. So if you're out there and you're listening to me and you got big dreams, understand you're going to probably have some big obstacles come your way. And persistence beats resistance. Resistance is part of the game. Just like lifting weights. You know, the, the more weight you push off you, it's resisting. Over time, you work through it and you get stronger. And what you used to think were, were obstacles, you wouldn't lose a wink of sleep over anymore. But you have to go through it. You got to grow through it. And, and you prove yourself to people through your action. The best way to gain support is to show results and to show work like all in. Like, you want me to support you? You got to be all in. You got to show me that you're all in. You got to show me you're making sacrifices. You're not drinking when other people are drinking. You're not doing this. You're skipping parties so you can go to work. You got to... Like show people that you're all in and that you're putting in the work and then, yeah, you're going to need a little bit of results. Like you might not have the money when you're fighting, but I'm going to need you to not be two and eight in your amateur career. If you're telling me you want to be a world champ, you might need to be eight and two. You know, you got to get some results. Okay. Seek guidance from mentors. So that's the shortcut. That's the easy way to get through it is, is you find people that are, bigger than you and further along than you find advice from mentors, find someone who has achieved what you want 
and they're not easy to find because they're busy and everybody says that they want it and very few do and everybody wants their time so they're probably not going to want to give you their time all the time so you're going to have to say what can I do to stand out and what you could do to stand out is to apply whatever they they give you bring questions and make it easy for them you know if you if you're if you want a mentor don't expect the mentor to have another job teaching you bring them questions show them what you've implemented tell them I'm willing to drive your car if you need a driver and and we could use the time there uh, I'm willing to travel with you. If you got to travel and you need an assistant, I'll travel with you. If you need me to meet you in the morning, I'll meet you in the morning. Whatever I could possibly do, I will come prepared and I'm willing to do whatever it requires. And and still not all, every person's going to say yeah, but the key to sh the shortcut of the process is staying in a spirit of humility to find mentors. Sometimes you can't get good support and understanding from someone who has chosen a safer path. You know, when when people choose a safer path, you know, they did it for a reason and, and they may not. Some people will, but a lot of times those are the folks that won't support you the most on a journey that is a, a road less traveled. People are inclined to want their loved ones to avoid adversity and and. You know, adversity is where greatness is created, like we mentioned already. So I think part of the process is evaluating your circle and eliminating negativity and energy vampires. So for me, energy vampires, you know, sometimes they could be family or friends. And just look, you know, you got lifters and leaners. Some people you spend an hour with them and you feel bigger and better. Some people you spend an hour with them and you feel sick and worse and stressed and like they sucked all your energy out. I don't care if it's your mother. And Ma, if you're listening, don't worry, it ain't you. You're not an energy vampire. You give me energy and support uh, as always. Um, she, you got to get on this podcast with me too. She she won't get on the podcast. I've been trying to get my mom on the podcast for a minute. So Ma, you can't just keep listening for free. You got to come in and put in some work over here. But the, eliminate the, the negative energy vampires from your life that make you feel like that and just stop being around them. I don't care who it is. Your aunt, you know, we had a term coming up when I was young in Youngstown. Anybody could get it. And so that means anybody. To go to where you need to go, you might have to cut out your mama if she ain't right for you. You might have to cut out your dad. You might have to cut out your best friend. You might have to cut out your current boyfriend, cut out your current girlfriend. You, but you might have to cut. And if you can't make these hard decisions and hard sacrifices, you're going to have a difficult time going to the top because that, those are some of the things that it takes. You got to set boundaries. You know, you got to tell people like, yo, listen, I appreciate your concern, but I need you to trust me. And if 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 you don't have anything, positive to say just do me a favor let's not talk about it don't don't give me any negative energy if I fail you know so be it it is what it is um, but I'm going to go down swinging and I'm going to go down betting on myself and I think a key thing that'll help you is to build a network of people that are on the same mission because you know if you're a fighter, most fighters have had their family members and friends not believe in them and think that they're crazy that won the world title. 
if you're an entrepreneur and business person and you're and you're right now only making a couple thousand dollars a month and you're telling people you're going to make millions of dollars, most entrepreneurs have been in that situation. Wherever you're trying to go, you got to find people that are already where you want to be or a little bit further ahead than you and support yourself with those people. Build a network of people on the same mission as you because if, if you're, and I'm giving the fight example because I just was spending time with Cody and, and some of my close friends are are, uh, are pursuing a career in, in fighting. And, and so I just take this analogy. You know, if, if, if you're in a zone of cutting weight and um, eating clean and you can't go party, you can't be hanging with people that are doing all those things. And not that they're even doing nothing crazy wrong. They're just, they're, they're not trying to be a world champ. You need to be hanging around people that are training three times a day, four times a day, making sacrifices. They're going to encourage you because if you're 23 years old and you ain't going to the club, you ain't drinking, you ain't smoking, you ain't eating pizza, you ain't chasing boys or girls or whatever it is. Yeah, 99% of people are going to say you're crazy. Everybody's going to say you're crazy. But if you're 23 and you're hanging around other people that are pursuing uh, bodybuilding or fighting or, you know, whatever it is, and you ain't eating pizza and you ain't out at the club and you ain't drinking and all those things, you're going to like, I mean, of course, that's the normal if you want to be a champion in that in that circle. And so it's it, the thing is, if, if you want to be a one percenter, you're going to be weird. You're going to be weird looking and acting to the other 99 percent. So shout out to my one percenters, you know, out there. Chances are, if you're listening to this podcast you already, you're probably already are a one percenter in something. You're either a one percent parent, you're a one percenter uh, in the making with your attitude. You're a one percent athlete. You're a one. You're probably a one percenter because most people ain't investing twenty minutes of their time in personal growth and development like that. So, shout out to you, and know that uh, I put a lot of time and energy into uh, putting this podcast on just to help people. It's my give back. I have fun doing it. I feel good about helping people that maybe can never do anything back for me in return. And they're not a part of my business and uh, I don't make any money on it. It just costs me money and time. And so the only thing that I would like is, could you help me spread the message? Can you, if you found any value in it, can you not keep it to yourself? Can you share it with as many people as possible that this, this could possibly impact large or small, young or old. And, uh, that's how we could be on the same team together. So uh, I really value your time and appreciate your time that you spend with us. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day.